Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article titled Cow-Calf Producers Responding to Market Events in the Beginning of a Beef-Cow Sell-Off. This is from the November 11th issue of the In the Cattle Markets newsletter, which can be found at the Livestock Market Information Center website. To discuss the article, I'm joined today by the author, Dr. Elliot Dennis, who's a livestock marketing economist with the University of Nebraska. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Dennis. Yeah, thanks for having me, Aaron. Glad to be here. Well, the focus of the article that you wrote is looking at data that would indicate that due to market conditions, as well as parts of the country that's seeing a decrease in feed supply, that there's areas where beef cow numbers may be on the decrease. Share with us some of the numbers that you're looking at and the potential implications of this as we move forward, specifically to the cow-calf industry. Yeah, so a lot of the talk around this Holcomb fire event has been uh, what's been the packer and the feedlot response to the shortage or a lack of ability to slaughter cattle. Uh, what I tried to do in, in this paper was to show maybe a little bit about uh, what this event has caused in the cow-calf sector and specifically look at, you know, what is this telling us? So in order to do that, and this is in kind of anticipation of the cattle inventory report that comes out in January of 2020. And so while we don't know what that is going to look like, we can start to get some indications of maybe what beef cow numbers are, uh, heifers held back for replacement, looking at what we call cow slaughter under federal inspection. This is a weekly report that comes out by the USDA Agricultural Marketing Service, and it reports beef cow slaughter by the different regions. And what we're kind of seeing is that beef cow slaughter really was following pretty closely from the 2018, but significantly above the five-year average, pretty much until we get to the Holcomb fire. Holcomb fire happens, we, we jump up a little bit, but ever since about the 38th week, this is about the middle of September, beef cow slaughter has been increasing steadily. Now we are entering a period now in this next week where beef cow slaughter tends to drop. So it'll be interesting moving forward, kind of what we see there. Uh, during this time period from about the middle of September to pretty much the first and middle part of November, we've seen about a 28% increase in beef cow slaughter within Nebraska, Texas, and Kansas, about a 32% increase in beef cow slaughter from Idaho, Oregon, and the Washington area, and about 16% increase in the beef cow slaughter from the Southeast. A lot of people have kind of wondered, okay, is this a response to the Holcomb fire or is it kind of a combination of events? Um, is it people just had a really difficult winter last couple winters actually and then this kind of event is saying hey you know what i'm i think i'm gonna liquidate some of my herd lease out my land um, but this has important implications we know that the the beef cow uh, numbers are the primary indicator for what's what's our calf crop going to be like um, especially if we're going to going into uh, more people having open heifers this year or open cows this year will we see kind of that number continue to increase? And if we continue to see that number increase, then the total amount of feeder cattle that can be supplied to feedlots in the future is, will most likely shrink. As we look forward, obviously you said the beef cow inventory will come out in early January in terms of giving us an indication of 
where cow numbers are, but the trends right now would kind of tend to indicate, and I think looking at just sale barn receipts this fall in terms of the number of cows coming to market that we may be starting to see beef cow numbers contract a bit from where we were the last couple of years. What would be some of the implications for that as we move forward? Obviously some things can change this situation pretty quickly like drought or uh, black swan events like the Holcomb fire can influence people's thinking, but what would your perspective be on the trajectory or some things we might pay attention to in terms of where this beef cow numbers may go? And I think coupled also with that is obviously cows leaving the herd, but also are we bringing heifers back in and looking at the number of heifers on feed, is there any indication there as well in terms of what might be driving cow numbers towards the numbers where we're going as looking forward? Yeah, so a couple things. I'll talk about that specifically for Nebraska and maybe what some other economists are, are seeing in other parts of the U.S. I think Nebraska itself is experiencing a little bit more of a sell-off when I look at all. I kind of see the same thing, Aaron, when I'm looking at beef cow receipts at, at auction barns. I'm seeing quite a few go through. That has, as I mentioned previous to this, that has important implications because the more of those cows that go through, the more that we ha- don't have the ability to increase our feeder cattle supply. That's generally not a problem if we're holding back heifers for, for replacement into the herd. Some of the thing that kind of gives me pause is that when we look at heifer slaughter um, over this year, it's been well above 2018 and extremely above the five-year average. To kind of give you an example, sometime in the middle of October, uh, the five-year average would say that we should be slaughtering about 170,000 head. In 2018, we're about 195,000 head, and in 2019, we're at 204. So not only are we are we already experiencing a pretty steady sell-off of heifer slaughter, but we're also seeing a large spike in beef cow slaughter. So when we're looking at what this kind of looks like for beef cow or potential feeders coming through, I think we're we're just starting to see maybe some slight contraction in the industry and that's probably going to limit the supply. But those are just some preliminary stuff that we're seeing. The January 1st cattle inventory report will also kind of give us some numbers for Nebraska and around the U.S. what those heifers held back for replacements look like also. So we'll get a much clearer idea, but the preliminary kind of results suggest that we, we may kind of starting to enter somewhat of a contraction. Anything else you'd like to highlight on this topic as we point towards wrapping this up? Yeah, I'm developing a, another piece that's in succession to this that where we look at some different things that will be published in Nebraska Cattlemen's in the 1st of January. And there we'll kind of build upon what I wrote in the, in the cattle markets. And then we'll look at kind of the ratio between heifers and calves and what that looks like for the breeding herd moving forward. Look at some feedlot replacements, the steer to heifer ratio, uh, and what that signals for us maybe moving forward. And also kind of look at pasture conditions and maybe how that might be influencing people's decision to retain through the winter. So this is kind of that first part where we lay that out. And then in the January 1st uh, Nebraska Cattlemen's article, we'll follow up with this and 
and talk a little bit more about what these numbers mean and some other numbers that are maybe supporting this, uh, these, these comments we've made. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Aaron. Glad to be here. For more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the Livestock Market Information Center website. This can be found in the November 11th issue of the In the Cattle Markets newsletter.